podcast of all time. This is Champs in the Making, a Pokemon Bracket Podcast, where we take every Pokemon, all 900, so they put them together head-on-head, one-on-one, and they fight individually. My name is Riley Hopkins, my pronouns are he and they. You may know me from a podcast called Get Not Us Than Who, and I'm joined by Jay. I'm Jay, hi, I'm Jay, uh, I'm from a Pokemon Planet that, 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 Jesus Christ. Yeah, fucked it up! How many times have I done this? Uh, my pronouns are he and they, you may know me from a podcast called The Marmoset Chronicles, a personal retrospective, and every time Riley does that intro, I feel like that gif of Mr. Leahy stumbling down the stairs. <laughs> and finally, we have a special guest in the studio today. Oh, whose okay. voice? Whose voice? Oh, yo, yeah. Oh, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa. no. I ain't that special. It's it's okay. It's okay. You're special. You're special. No, guest don't gas me. me up. Don't gas me up. <laughs> <laughs> we had. I also joined by my friend Cody. There you go. Yeah, I'm there. Hi. I'm now Cody. Riley. He him. Now Riley, you've known Cody for a long time. Tell us how special would you rate Cody on a scale I of would yes rate to no? Cody so special. <laughs> There's nothing that's going to make my friend more uncomfortable than going on a long tirade about how much I love him. So we're not going to do that to him. No, I got steam. I'm I'm steaming right now. (laughs) Uh, Cody, at the gate, I want to quick ask you one quick question that I try to ask every guest we have on here. Uh, Who's your favorite Pokemon? Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, Gengar. Top. I'm actually wearing my Gengar shirt right now. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, you're good. Yeah. We're solid. Gengar's a good pick. Gengar beat Arduino in, in episode four. Oh, fucking good. And, <laughs> and I want you to know that you've been referenced on the show before. Eagle-eared what? listeners may remember back when Galvantula came along. I was mm. like, this is this is my boy's Pokemon, mm-hmm. and we're not we're not getting rid of Galvantula. Yeah. And so Gal- <laughs> this is the boy who loves Galvantula. <laughs> yep, yep. Galvantula's like a good staple on my team. Oh, oh boy. Okay. I'm sad I have... that. It's, you know, I did it for you. <laughs> I am setting up a timer for 30 minutes, and we're going to go through as many of these bouts as we can. I've got it going right about now. Click and go. Our first matchup of the evening is Cricketot versus Grottle. Okay. Does anyone have any takes on these boys? Grottle. Oh, man. See? <clears throat> that, that sound I just made is my first thought. is Because I do actually like both of them a decent amount. I, I think Cricketot's a fancy-looking little bug. I think he's just kind of a handsome little dapper fella. Yeah. <laughs> he is pretty, but I like how... G- Cricketot is, like, stylish, right? Grottle is, I think, ugly in the way that makes me think he's cute. Hmm. I like how he have he's a no-neck-having motherfucker. Yeah. That's, like, the best design. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> I think Cricketot's, like, I guess they got, like, the they're tucked in. Like they're wearing like a turtleneck and they got the mm-hmm. the collar and stuff. They're hiding it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A fun a fun thing about Cricketa, I believe this is canon, is that it like shakes its head back and forth and lets those two antenna knock together to make fun sounds. Ooh. Ooh. Also, like R- Riley, you don't have the ability to like play Pokemon cries in this, do you? Oh. I don't know how you would. We don't have a bot for that. But Cricketot's cry is like. Gen 4 is when, you know, like, obviously as older games get better, the, like, audio quality gets better, and they started doing... Here we go. Go for it. That's... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a gentle little wind chime. And then, yeah. And I just think that's fun. I think Grottle is something like a... Brrr, like, it's just sort of an animal sound, but that's also mm-hmm. fine. It's like a morp. Yeah, I guess that that little tingle, 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 tingle is its antenna bouncing off each other, like yeah. Cody said. Yeah. Hmm. No, wait, Jay. Jay said that. Jay said that. Yes. It, so for Grottle, 
It lives along water and forests. In the daytime, it leaves the forest to sunbathe its treed shell. It knows where pure water wells up. It carries fellow Pokemon there on its back. And for Cricketot, it chats with others using the sounds of its colliding antenna. These sounds are fall hallmarks. When its antenna hit each other, it sounds like the music of a xylophone. So it's a little cicada? Fall hallmarks! I love it! It's a very cute cricket. It's one of those ones where, like, it's supposed to be a cricket, and it doesn't fucking look like a cricket, but it has the spirit of a cricket in a way that I very much appreciate. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So is there any... Uh, is, is it two to one for Cricketot? Is Cricketot pulling away mm. with it right now? I Yeah, I think so. Cricketot's I, definitely I, got its charm. And I think uh, Grottle has that, like, the problem of uh, the, the middle stepchild, like, issue. Where it just well, gets it, forgotten. It, it does. I, I will say, I think Grottle's a good middle evolution. Like, a good mm-hmm. middle evolution's one where you can tell, like what the gradual change like you know it's called evolution mm-hmm. so it's like you can see this being a species that existed in some history book you can look at drawings of that's a bridge mm-hmm. from one species to another like you know right. it's, it's got those bushes growing out of its back that become the tree on Torterra I think it's a totally fought totally totally fine but but Cricketaw is just a fully realized funky little dude Cricketaw evolves but it doesn't need to evolve Cricketaw mm-hmm. is just perfect as it is yep i think with that like it's it's quick and easy like a good middle evolution is a good middle evolution but unfortunately it will stay in the past as cricketot moves on cody can you introduce this next matchup for me oh my god okay it's the brava versus perugly i've never seen perugly before you haven't <laughs> i She's don't a bad think bitch. So. look at her uh, <laughs> a gen 4 misser i see <laughs> I, I when, it, when I saw the name Perugly, I was prepared for an ugly Pokemon, but she's no. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no, Perugly kind of rules. Perugly, Perugly, I always associate with uh, in Gen Four, one of the Team Galactic like admin boss people has one, and mm-hmm. it's just a fucking tank. It's one of the mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. You, you find fully evolved Pokemon that you fight pretty early in that game, and it's a, just a tank in there. And I always associate it to thus. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, anime girl that always goes around Twitter that's like built like a brick shit house has like abs and huge muscles and is like nine feet tall. It's like some sort of fantasy anime. She's always wearing armor. It reminds yeah, me. Yeah, that's of a, this. That, that's Perugly Chan. Yeah, that's. Perugly. <laughs> I like Perugly rules. That being said, I love this little geometric dragonfly. Yeah, Vibrava. It has one of my favorite designs. Just mm-hmm. overall, especially for in uh, Gen three. Mm-hmm. Cody, you and I are going to be pals on this Good. show. <laughs> no, I'm a sucker Fly- for bug Pokemon, so it's just Flygon like, is one of my favorite Pokemon, oh and I think God. Vibrava's I a, a really... Flygon. He fucking rocks. Phalanx. Okay, Hell sorry. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, buddy. I know. Flygon fucking rocks, and I think Vibrava is like a really interesting... Like... I, I think I've said it before on here. I really like the dragons that don't start out looking like dragons or even the dragons that don't finish looking like dragons. And I think the fact that this thing, like the trap inch line is basically a termite that becomes a flying termite that becomes a cool fucking sand dinosaur. It's just a really, like but, they, may, they they do a really specific concept and make it work well. And I think Vibrava is a really good, Vibrava is a really good middle step evolution. But, Grottle's an oh, okay yeah. one. Vibrava is a really good one. Both of you brought something up here, and I think it's important to say you both said, oh, yeah, I like bugs. Or, oh, look at this bug. That's ground and dragon. Yeah, it's not a bug. That, it's that not a bug, yeah. That, that is not a bug. <laughs> <laughs> and part of me, 
part of me does not like it when they make a Pokemon that looks like a thing and then goes, nah. uh <laughs> That oh, is, is I, not I, what I, it I, is. Well, okay. Do you if fun I saw fact, a bird and it wasn't it wasn't flying, what? What's your fun fact? <laughs> it's that the, the Pokemon designers and the Pokemon like uh, battle team they uh-huh. do not collaborate whatsoever on the designs. They come up <laughs> so like yeah. it, their typings don't match, their stats don't match to like what the designers have in mind. So holy yeah. shit, <laughs> that's sick. Yep. Yeah, fun fact. Yeah, that that that's a um, what's his name? Uh, not Frank Turner, but the guy who uh, J- the, Jason Turner. Yeah, the, the British guy who's the designer of a lot of newer Pokemon designed Golurk and has gone on record saying he wished they had made Golurk cooler in actual yeah. game mechanisms because yep. he really likes it. <laughs> let me let me read these Pokedex entries really quickly. Per ugly, it would claim another Pokemon's nest as its own if it finds a nest sufficiently comfortable. To make itself appear intimidatingly beefy, it tightly cinches its waist with its twin tails. And then Ooh. also over here for Vibrava, to make prey faint... Vibrava generates ultrasonic waves by vigorously making its two wings vibrate. This Pokemon's ultrasonic waves are so powerful, they can bring on headaches and people. They haven't finished the process of growing. Rather than flying long distances, they are more useful for generating ultrasonic waves. So, this is just this is a loud guy. Oh, sorry, hold on. And help, to help make its wings grow, it dissolves quantities of prey in its digestive douches and them, guzzles them down every day. Cool! <laughs> It Yo, melts other tight. Pokemon. It's an invasive fucking species that takes other people or other Pokemon's <laughs> homes, eats them, and then gets bigger to be more intimidating. Uh, Perugly's great. I just learned that this guy will liquefy my enemies <laughs> and chop it down. It's, sure will. Does anybody is anybody gonna stand up for Perugly right now? Perugly, nope. <laughs> no, Perugly's good. Perugly is a, like, solid, like, normal type that I actually remember. Yeah. But Vibrava is Vibrava, and I, just, <laughs> I cannot deny that stomach juice monstrosity <laughs> of vibrating horror. <laughs> then the Vibrava goes on. Uh, Jay, can I get this matchup from you? Certainly. We are looking at Seeking versus Persian. Ooh. Uh, it this is easy, right? Is I, it? Sea King's I mean, a fish. That's yeah, it. Yeah, and I know Persian is a cat. That's it. But there is a regality to Persian, a interesting theme with Persian, a personality to Persian. Mm-hmm. And Sea King has never had a thought in its life. <laughs> Look at you, Michael. You haven't. There's nothing behind those eyes. <laughs> Not a thought in the world. <laughs> no. Not a single thing. No, per- Persian, I-, I think you just hit the nail on the head. Both of these Pokemon are, like, at the epitome of Gen 1 designs that are very much close to the animal they're based on. Mm-hmm. Seeking just kind of is what a gold- What if a goldfish looked like a goldfish? But Persian <laughs> is, yeah, it-, it has personality. It has character. There's a reason, like, Giovanni has one in the anime. Exactly, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Even Garfield ass Alolan Persian rules. I like Alolan <laughs> Persian. It is Full of if full of personality. Seeking's got nothing. Cody, do you have any final thoughts to say before oh, we kill this no, fish? No, just the classy, classy cat, all hands down. Yep. Like, kill the fish. <laughs> it's a Friday, baby, so it's a fish fry. Persian moves on. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Horsey versus Magandel? N- N- Nagandadel? Nagandel? Naganadel. Naganadel. 
Nagini. It evolves from Poi Pole while leveled up while knowing Dragon Pulse. This is a Poison Pin Pokemon. I'm blowing it up just so we can get a better, better view of this guy. Look at this nasty man. Yep. It's an Ultra Beast. It's the uh, the one they added, one of the ones they added in Ultra oh. Sun and Moon. Yeah. yeah. It's so fucked up. I love it. I, I'm a big Nagandal fan. Yeah. It's it stores hundred. It's what? Wait, it's what? Ass it's ass is its brain. Rolling back up again. <laughs> look again with that in mind. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me read this Pokedex entry quickly. It stores hundreds of liters of poisonous liquid inside its body. It is this liquid is immensely adhesive. He's. Can I get some thoughts? Because it's up against Horsey, who I think is just an all-time great design. Horsey is. I, I'm sorry, I've been speaking a lot. Would you? Would I, I can? I can not go first on this one. Jay, no, you're good. Never uh, fucking okay. worry. <laughs> okay, okay. Horsey okay. has I, like a lot of nostalgia for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, that's the that's the thing is you're going up against nostalgia versus like uh, this like Digimon like looking like ass tank like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool ass tank, mm-hmm. though. I, th- this I know, is, I know. Th- these could it's not an be ass more... brain, Cody. Please. <laughs> th- these could not be more different Pokemon, but I'm having a very difficult time choosing between them, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. on one hand, I think, like, I, I, I am an Ultra Beast liker quite a bit. I've said this before. Um, I think Naganeedle is one of the coolest of them, honestly. Um, oh. At the same time, Horsey, like, is so iconic, Gen 1. Like, Misty has one that's great in the manga, mm-hmm. in the Pokemon Adventures manga. Um, green, either green or blue, depending on what region you're from, has one, and she uses it as like a gun when she's going through stealth missions. Like she oh has it God. shoot ink at people to blind them. Oh, I did great. not know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Horsey in Pokemon Adventures fucking rules. Okay, um, and look at this little picture of it right here. Look at how like it's look so at his little cute. Tubby, so yeah, it's she's like a little so cherub. Cute. But also look at Naga- uh, Naganeedle in motion. Naganeedle is like a really cool, just what if a dragon was a big syringe? It's so, <laughs> it's so straightforward. And I think it's it's the kind of design that like definitely wouldn't have flown like 15 years ago or 10 years ago in Pokemon. But it's mm-hmm. it's it's a type of design that they're a little newer to thinking about that I think really works. I think it's it's very cool. I think it works well for the whole Ultra Beast thing. Oh, God. I think I'm gonna vote Horsey. I'm sorry. Like yeah. just thinking about it, because like it, it's got that utility. When you mentioned that Misty used it as like a, a fucking Tommy gun, like yeah. I can't get over that. <laughs> it's it's people holding like their cat as a fake gun. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's, it's and it just shoots lasers and, and ears. <laughs> you know, I, I I think maybe the horsey line are some of the best Gen One designs. I'll mm-hmm. say it because like I think that's fair. Because we, ju- we just hit on this with the last two. There's some Gen 1 designs that are maybe, like, closer to the real animal they're based on than is particularly interesting. Goldeen mm-hmm. and, Ho- and Seeking mm-hmm. are both that. I feel like Spiro is kind of one of those. But, mm-hmm. like, Horsey takes an animal, has a really simple but really efficient and well-realized idea mm-hmm. of, like, the function of that kind of animal in a more, like, cartoony world, and just perfectly aces it. Perfectly mm-hmm. aces it in one. I think I have to go horsey as much as I yeah. do like Naganeedle. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's fair too, and I think that's going to be unanimous, unanimous from all of us because yeah, Horsey's just so stylish. And the again, the only thing I could ever hold against it is the fact that its shiny sprite sucks because it's a Gen One Pokemon, right? And yeah. they're just like, what if it was green? <laughs> what if it was? What if it was a little bit sun faded? What if it looked like? Have boogers? you seen Naganeedles? Oh yeah, let's let's go check out Naganeedles. Oh, it's, it's like sick! Gold. It's yeah. sick as fuck! It's black and gold, baby! <laughs> it's a straight-up yeah. wasp! Oh, I feel oh. bad about this, because Naganeedles <laughs> are really fucking dope! Black and yellow, black and yellow! <laughs> yeah. I, get... I mean, here's the thing, because I'm again, I'm right on the fence here. Because <laughs> I do love Horsey. Horsey's so cool. And like, you said, you said, the thing that's drawing you to Horsey is, oh, holding it like a gun is sick. Yeah. Imagine it's, it's, instead it of holding it like a the gun, building so well, like yeah, you roll in with your your eleven foot tall gun instead. <laughs> you have your mech behind you, <laughs> and instead of shooting a little bit of ink, you have annihilated the place. Yeah, but, but Horsey's a gun you can hug. <laughs> okay, yes, I am that's never true. hugging Naganeedle. Get you a Pokemon that can do both. Naganeedle <laughs> no, distinctly look. can only do one. In this picture, uh, fucking Lily's mom is trying to hug the Snaggedeedle. She's like touching it with one finger. Come on now. Those are outstretched arms and perspective. I believe Horsey moves on. I think Horsey it's open. Moves on. Yeah. It was, that was. Cl- it lost to a coin flip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cody. Okay. Ooh, this is going to be an interesting oh. one. All right. Uh-huh. Magikarp versus Paris. Huh. Now, okay. <laughs> I know. You already we know what we're all thinking. For. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already going for Paris, like, hands down. Mostly that just means the... It, okay, but it's a Cordyceps Pokemon, all right? Mm. Like, it's an ant <laughs> that is infected by a mushroom mm-hmm. and is going to die and become undead versus a stupid fucking, like, one-ounce steak. Like, come on. <laughs> Now, now, the reason Riley and I are laughing is that this is the second time this prowess of the Paris line has come up in this show. Uh-huh. Really? Parasect came up, I think, about a year ago. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, because it was the first time I was ever in a call with Ben, I think. It was um, Parasect versus Fracture. And yeah. Paras- and Parasect almost won out because yeah. of how cool that uh, ending is. Yeah, yeah. We we had like a twenty minute breakdown conversation about the Cordyceps <laughs> shit. It was yeah. it was half the episode, and it was oh a great God. episode for it. And honestly, like, I cut. Mm, I. I, I feel I, I, I don't remember if I voted for Parasect that day. I don't think I did, but I kind of feel like I should have. I should so start I, logging the votes on this spreadsheet. I, I, I almost I almost want to make up for myself by doing that. Magikarp's iconic, and I think Magikarp is fun. Is Magikarp like, iconic? Yeah, I think it is. Like Magikarp's an original Pokemon, and we all know it. We all know it, but is it iconic? It's recognizable. It's a it, very recognizable. If mm-hmm. I were to ask my parents, st- former stars of the podcast, my parents, <laughs> if I were to ask them what Pokemon they knew, they'd probably recognize Magikarp. Mm-hmm. And I want to correct uh, Cody. You said five ounce steak. It's actually a twenty two pound steak. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, most of it is scale anyway. Like uh, that's that's, that's where all its weight comes from. Uh-huh. The, yeah, they, yeah. James tries to eat one in the anime once, and it's like a it's the, its skin yeah. is basically metal. Yep, like, he yep, nearly yep, yep. loses a tooth. 
It is gold in its shiny form, which I think is Nido Burrito. Now, I think mm. that's very cool. Now, I, I have a friend who's been watching the newest season of the Pokemon anime, and I will say, uh, he showed me an episode last week where uh, Ash and Ash's friend Go, who's his like partner in the new series, mm-hmm, catch mm-hmm. a big Magikarp and train it in a Magikarp jumping competition to okay. see what Magikarp can like flop around and jump behind. They play Magikarp and, flip and, in yes, real life? That, that's, that's what the episode is a riff off of, yes. And Go's Magikarp jumps so hard it goes into space. And then the second half of the episode is a completely unrelated adventure <laughs> that ends with that Magikarp plummeting down to Earth, colliding with someone, and saving the day. And I have to admit, that thought is very prevalent in my mind right oh now. My God. We made fun the of Sea King. gun fucking Magikarp. <laughs> we yeah. made fun of Sea King for being no thoughts head empty, but I think Magikarp is like... There's a level beyond that. It's That's when you go from smooth brain to flat brain. Yeah. M- Magikarp and Slowpoke are both a level beyond smooth brain. They are no they are, they are just like inverted pyramid brain. They are just like sea of Durak brain. Oh, here's Go's giant Magikarp. Yeah, Go's giant Magikarp. Oh my god. I, uh, I do love how stupid Magikarp are. That's, like, my that's thing. the thing. That's the thing I really like about them. And Paris, I feel bad. Like, this This is the last chance for the entire Paris line. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so, like, with that weight, it feels bad letting Paris lose here. But, like, also, like, God, this fish is so fucking stupid. Look at its dumbass face. <laughs> Look at its little pupil in that big eye. <laughs> And it's fucking boober-ass eyes. <laughs> so what the choice really comes down to here is an insect that becomes dumb because of a parasite or a fish that is dumb by lifestyle. <laughs> but hold on. It's a fish that stops being dumb and just becomes it, angry. If you're pointing it, the full mm. picture, paint the full picture. Well, yeah. Well, no, you're right. That's that's fair. Mm. I, I've got to go with Magikarp. I, I, I think, like, I hear your point with Seeking, how it's similar, how it's different, but I think Seeking is just boring, whereas Magikarp is comical. Yeah. I think Magikarp is kind of like the original really comical Pokemon. Okay. I, I feel like it's it's the first Pokemon that is inherently a punchline, and, mm-hmm. and I want to give it something for that. Yeah. Cody? Uh, I think you guys managed to move me from Camp Paris to Camp Magikarp. Congratulations on removing the cordyceps from your brain. I am, I, am, I am giving Paris a vote of my own just because I feel bad that it's making its way completely out. It is now the par- entire Paris line is gone from this tournament. Fair enough. They're and, both good Pokemon. Yep, they they're both good Pokemon. Apparently not good enough to make it out of the first round. But damn, we move on. Jay, can you give Hello. me this matchup? I will. How do y'all think about big boys? We have Reggie Gigas or Gigas, whatever, versus Bear Tick. I cannot give a shit about a Reggie Pokemon. Bear Tick is sick. (laughs) And here's the thing I think it's because I just didn't know that the Reggie Pokemon existed until I was like 18. And then, like, someone was like, oh, look at these legendaries. I was like, you have made those up. Those are not real. <laughs> what game are those from? Oh, they're, they're from Ruby and Sapphire. No, they're not. You are. I know I know Groundon. I know Kyogre. Like, those are not from that game. The Reggie Pokemon are, like, the greatest side quest I've ever played. Yeah. 
The Reggies are fucking dope. I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I just out on this? <laughs> I, I mean, no, listen, to your, to your credit, how you caught the Reggies, I know we're not talking about the trio from Ruby and Sapphire. <laughs> Reggie Gigas is from the next games after that. But how you get those trio in Ruby and Sapphire is insane. You have to know Braille. Like, you, it, it, it's <laughs> fucking absurd. Um, but, like, yeah, so Reggie Gigas, to, just to... Oof. <laughs> you made me sweat a little bit with that, because I am very much the other way around. I think Reggie Gigas rules. I think Beartick fucking sucks. You um, think Beartick wow. sucks? I do. He has a beard! <laughs> that beard is... Riley? Riley, is that a beard? I'm gonna need you to go to its Pokedex entries, because unless I'm very wrong about my memories, that beard is made of icicles from its frozen snot. Yeah, I mean, that's how the little one works, so it makes sense. It's uh, gross! It swims through the frigid seas, searching for prey. From its frozen breath, it forms icy fangs that are harder than steel. Uh, when it gets tired, it freezes the seawater with its breast so it can rest on the ice. Um, nope. There's nothing about snot in this. Okay. Well, I, you can only assume. I don't know. I, I y- You know, we, we talked about that electric dog from Sword and Shield a long time ago. I forget its name. And someone said that it looked like a Cartoon Network dog. I feel the same way about this bear. This bear doesn't... <laughs> Like, its face is too... I, I don't know. There's something about it that just doesn't vibe right with me. Reggie Gigas is... I, I really like the concept of them being like, all right, let's give this trio of legendary Pokemon from the previous games a, like, fourth sort of, like, overlord Pokemon, which is what mm. Reggie Gigas is. Yeah. And so what you have to do is transfer the Reggie trio into Platinum or Sword or uh, Sword and Shield Diamond and Pearl and bring it to this, to bring them all to this temple and then you reawaken it. And I, I, I just think that's that. a really, I think that's really cool how, like, you know, they're all just kind of sleeping giants and this one's the biggest sleeping giant mm-hmm. so you just have to bring it all of its friends. Um... I don't know. It, it, it's they're all just a take on like they're they're just supposed to be golems that moved the continents into order. And yeah. Reggie Gigas is just like the 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 department manager of that. And I think that's really <laughs> dope. Well, um, here, here here's what here's what'll twist me. Is there a Reggie Giga Gigas that is no. the three new Reggies mixed in as well? No, there's the like two new Megazord? Reggies. The, yeah, the like, new Regis, like I think, if Regigigas is a Megazord, then mm-hmm. I want the Ultra Zord of all the Zords. <laughs> we, we have gotten those two new Regis. I I think they're just sort of like other ones that only exist in Galar. I I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't think there's much of a connection. There. Yeah, it's fucking it's fucking Oscar Jonas or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I I will also say, and, and not to just keep like filibustering for this motherfucker with a weird banana head. But, like, I I, I, I also think, like, I like the Reggies. They are kind of just, like, two of them at least. Registeel is a little more unique, but Reggie Ice and Regirock are just kind of, what if some fucked up ice and rocks looked at you? True. Where, like, yep. Re- Regigigas is, is a very, like, th- they Has ask themselves, what... What would the boss of this group be? And, like, they had kind of a more unique idea for it. Like, mm-hmm. I like the black etchings on its white body. Mm-hmm. I like the the tufts of growth. It reminds me of Castle in the Sky, the Studio mm-hmm. Ghibli movie. Yeah, 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 Like, yeah. this feels like something that would be on that castle. Mm-hmm. Just this big old fucking giant that, that wakes up continents. after being asleep for a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Cody, give, what are your thoughts here? Where are you sitting between these two? Uh, well, I mean... <sighs> I'm always down for the underdog bear tick, uh, but also mm-hmm. like Reggie Gigas has this goofy fucking call that they used in the anime. If you uh, Reggie Gigas <laughs> call, I think I know the one. Okay, where's the where... Reggie Gigas noises? Just the, the hoopa, yeah. Hey, Reggie, 
That's how it sounds? That's what it- that's- yep. that's the noise it makes with its not mouth. It- The idea to make them digital is... Very interesting. <laughs> it's real weird. Frankly, it doesn't make sense, but also, frankly, I like it anyway. Mm -hmm. Place your votes. Jay? Regigigas. Cody? I want to see Regigigas go on. Uh, I'm going to vote for Bear Tick and again <laughs> lose. I mean, listen, if you want to pitch us more on Bear Tick, I feel like I kind of no. shut yeah, you we, down yeah, on Regigigas. Listen, what, 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 is, what, what more can I say? Bear <laughs> Tick is sick. It's a bear that stands and has an ice beard that can make ice fangs. It has a big tuft of fur on its tummy that you can cuddle up next to. It's gorgeous. If you don't like this bear, there ain't nothing I can do for you. It's just how you are. You were born that right. way. You were born I, I, I do. As, as, as a fellow His Dark Materials liker, I respect you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, I named this bear to Hold on, no, I'm not giving up now, because now I feel it. Iric. <laughs> Iric Bjornsson. You're going to you push him. You just his first and last name. <laughs> How do you pronounce his first name? Yorick, motherfucker. Yorick. You've watched the show. I know you have. I, sl I am slamming this official Go Kingsman 2 Staten Whiskey. If you were a pirate with bear tick, that would fucking rule. That would be cool. That like be straight cool. up and down. On the singing oh, down to old Maui with Bear Tick from the Arctic Circle. Yeah, It'd be very cool. But unfortunately, you two sunk that boat. Sorry, Yorick. Gigas <laughs> moves on. Or Iorick or whatever the fuck Riley said. I am man. What do you want from me? <laughs> Next up is <laughs> you're turning into a fucking Reggie Gigas over there. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is what Jay is a simp for the chandelier. I'm not voting for this idiot monkey. I hate these monkeys. Chandelier yeah, these monkeys on. suck shit. Thank you. Chandelier hands down. Alright, next up on our matchup. <laughs> no, no, did you even say what I was up against? Yeah, Chandelure. Chandelure Yeah, Chandelure rules. Simapore fucking sucks eggs. Chandelure tosses its fucking life away. Get it. Next up, Cody. <laughs> Alright, we got Nuzli versus Hariyama. Uh, Hariyama rules. Yeah. Hariyama rules. Yeah, Everything Nuzli does, Hariyama does better. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel like, I feel like, Nuzleaf is the first enemy in Punch-Out, and Hariyama is Mike Tyson in Punch-Out. Like, uh -huh. <laughs> that's how I feel looking at them. It's Hariyama all the way. Hariyama's big. He His fat is a weapon. His ability is thick fat. So it he rules. uses the fact that he's a big sumo wrestler belly man. It's fucking great. <laughs> fucking slaps. Next up on our lineup, Jay, give me this. We're fucking tearing through them, and this one's hilarious. We have Tyranitar <laughs> versus Weedle. Tyranitar stomps Weedle. Yeah. <laughs> Tyranitar is one of the sickest motherfuckers mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. streets. I he's don't my know second fucking do. favorite Pokemon. I love him so much. Look at that. Look at no, him. We yeah, it's oh, Mega oh, Mega Tyranitar, where it just looks like a Tyranitar's skin exploded onto <laughs> another Tyranitar. Listen, <laughs> you know what it choice. is? You know what it is? It's uh -huh. dragon armor. He gets the yeah. Tommy Oliver dragon shield from Power Rangers. <laughs> Holy shit, that is what it is, huh? That's Open wild. Close. That's ne wild. Yeah. <laughs> Weedle's a very cute bug. Weedle's a memorable and cute bug, but Tyranitar... It's fucking dope. You're right. It's very memorable to be a uh, caterpie with a horn instead of a mouth. Uh. Uh, 
Next up on our list Good is God. Dunsparce versus Ampharos. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Look at his hair, Cody. I know, but Dunsparce, dude. See, talk to me yeah. about Dunsparce. Talk to yeah, me about Dunsparce. It's just Dunsparce, a cute please. little... T- like a little fucking snake sausage and he digs in the dirt and he's not fly and he's so fucking awesome. He's just a cute little guy. He's, he's the Luigi of Magikarps. Like, Ooh. you can't not Holy love him. fuck, you've just okay. turned me towards him. Hold on. <laughs> the Luigi of Magikarp, you say? Say more about that. Just, I don't, because he's, in my opinion, everyone shits on Dunsparce and, like, he is, uh, just like he's the underdog in my mind and like uh there's just so much more like endearing qualities to his design and like his behavior and mm-hmm. it, he's and not only that but like he's so hard to fucking find that like the rareness factor for me ups it mm-hmm. oh look at him with his mouth open in this picture uh, that's <laughs> very cute he's got a little what he's got a little drill on his tail and he hides when he gets scared Mm-hmm. R- Riley, there should be a space for it somewhere near the bottom of the Bulbapedia entry. Can you tell me what Dunsparce is based on? Dunsparce. Oh, look at it shiny! Yeah. Oh, so that's cute. very cute. It's It's got a pink and yellow shiny instead of the blue and yellow. Dunsparce appears to be based on a snake-like Tosinko cryptid of Japan. It appears yep. to be a visual pun on uh, Bachi Heavy, Bee Snake, as the creature is known in some regions, combining bee and snake-like features. Oh, hmm. it's adorable. And like I, and further and taking taking this further and bringing it back over to Ampharos. Mm-hmm. Ampharos is in the Mareep and Flaffy line. Yes, we do have to address that. Mareep is perfect. Flaffy's yes. pretty great. Ampharos doesn't belong there. And yeah, like, I, yes, like the aging rock star mega form does a lot of. Work. The eighties hair metal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's just like there's an amount that like edit like. Affecting it in post can't save you if you didn't get the shots you needed when you were shooting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think Ampharos is a fine electric type Pokemon. I think it's it's cool. It looks like it could shoot lightning from its little ears. I, I think electric is one of those types where sometimes, like, if it's an electric type that's based on a mammal, it's kind of just what if we painted this mammal yellow? Mm-hmm. Um, but like Ampharos looks like it generates electricity i like that about it mm-hmm. but I, I i i think dunsparce is so weird and unique and thank you for reading that uh origin information because i am a big fan um for anyone who used to listen to me on super it's super effective when i was 15 i used to write a uh a like article for that website a series for that website about like pokemon that were based on weird shit basically mm, yeah. like, like ones that are based on yokai and stuff like that and i i just think that stuff's always fascinating especially for us as dumb americans who don't necessarily know those things and then and then get to sort of learn them by doing shows like this yeah um okay. I, I don't know i i think dunsparce is very fun and i think it has my vote mm-hmm. i, I I'm sorry, not to like step on you. Uh, did, okay, it's just another like side tangent. Did you know that Sableye is a uh, based on a cryptid? Yep. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, the Kentucky the Goblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. S- Sableye, fucking rad. Sorry, that was just I had to. Bring Sableye that up. has already moved forward. If I yeah, recall, okay, Sableye okay. moved forward immediately. Fucking like, yeah. without right. hesitation. Good, 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 Sableye good. Sableye fucking rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I. I part of me wants to read these Pokedex entries, but really I think Dunsparce could just save it for the next round because Dunsparce has that next round, and I don't yep. think Ampharos does. Wow, I mean, Ampharos's ticket is already on Mareep, right? Like, yeah, like 
Like a Mareep, I, I cannot imagine a world where Mareep has lost. I think yeah. Mareep was like one of our first matchups. Yeah, Mareep won against Arbok. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Flaffy's gone too, right? I think I was on Flaffy. Yeah, I think this is the last of the line. I think we got them in order. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fascinating. Well, yeah, Dunsparce moves on. Next up on our docket, Cody, can you give me this <laughs> matchup? Oh, okay. We got Spoink and <laughs> Lantern. Um, Spoink is cute, but Lantern is, like, actually cute. <laughs> yeah, Lantern is a Pokemon I would, like, want to have a plush of. Lantern Lantern just has, like, immediate personality. I, I, I love this fish, guys. Cody, what are your thoughts? Oh, I'm so torn. Lantern was, like, a big... Like, I have high, like, nostalgia points, like, stocked into Lantern. Uh, but Spoink's, like design and concept is like so charming to me i just love round pokemon to begin with (laughs) but like obviously it's terrifying that it can only keep itself alive if it's bouncing (laughs) it can only get around by just exactly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. isn't it a thing where uh i mean like a pokedex entries for this doesn't spoink like die if the orb falls off its head what i Think the orb is its heart. Spoink keeps a pearl on top of its head. The pearl functions to amplify this Pokemon's psychokinetic powers and is therefore always in constant search of a bigger, bigger pearl. Uh-huh. Um, the shock of, it, of its bouncing makes its heart pump. As yeah. a result, this Pokemon cannot afford to stop bouncing. If it stops, its heart will stop. Jesus. Yeah. So Omega like, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire always bring it with their yeah, energy. Yeah, they always bring <laughs> They're a my go to. <laughs> now just for looking, balance. Yeah, go. Looking at that, I'm then gonna go over here to Lantern and read its Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Okay. Lantern is nicknamed the Deep Sea Star for its illuminated antenna. This Pokemon produces light by causing a chemical reaction between bacteria and its bodily fluids. It's it is known to emit that light. If you peer down into the dark sea from a ship at night, you can sometimes see this Pokemon's light rising from the depths where it sims, where it swims. It gives the sea of an appearance of a starlit night. That is oh, incredible. Wow. Yeah. Cody and I have been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves. And... Yeah. <laughs> that, listen, you've been doing that. I've been playing a lot of Spiritfarer, a game about going uh-huh. out to sea and seeing various supernatural wonders. So, Hell yeah. yeah, it's hard lantern for me. Yeah. Yep, lantern. Spoink, Spoink would go fucking extinct without human intervention. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'll say ju- ju- just, I, I know we've already voted for it, but just mm-hmm. l- back to the Sea King example, since fish have come up a lot this time, lantern <laughs> is a good example of one that they could have gotten a little bit lazy with the design of, because, like, it's so easy. It's a fish that illuminates stuff. It's water electric type. Easy sell. But I think it has, like, a lot of personality. It's got, like, it's got a great face. I like that it has that kind of bandit mask on its eyes inexplicably. Yeah. It's it's just great. I love me a lantern. Yeah. It it rules. And, it's Pokedex and, entry really sells it. Yeah. It sells yeah. that idea so much. And even it's it translates cool. to 3D great too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy, easy come, easy go. Lantern moves on, and that is the last matchup we have time for this evening. We really picked up the fucking chase after <laughs> we did. <laughs> We put three of these fuckers in the ground real easy. That went great. Um, Before we leave for the evening, 
I'm going to pitch something from off the network, and that is a game that Cody and I work on called mm-hmm. ZS2E, Zombie Survivalist 2nd Edition. We, oh, uh, hell yeah! Cody Cody has done all the art with it, helps with game design, and is going to help with the layout. We were just looking at it before this, and it fucking rules. We make it together, and it's a game we made. It's a 2nd edition of a game we made in high school. It yeah. fucking slaps up and down. I love it. I'm so proud I, of it. This is one of my I, favorite I, projects I've ever worked on. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, Riley! Ry- Ry- I-, I was in a game that Riley ran that- to playtest it a while back. It fucking slapped. Uh, it's it's fucking radical. If you like if you like a post apocalypse shit like Adventure Time, Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beasts, or other shit like that, you if you like narrative uh, PBTA games but wish they had some tactics to them, if you like tactical crunchy games but wish you didn't have to know math, welcome. I welcome you. ZS2E. Zombie Survivalist 2nd Edition. You'll never see the first edition of this game. Does anyone else have something from off the network that they want to plug? I think that covers it. That fucking <laughs> covers it. Bada bing, bada boom. Thank you all for joining us this uh, this today. Now, right now. Um, until next time. Bye. Goodbye. That was a good one. Go. Holy fuck. Good.